Today, we continue our gifted series, the series we began weeks ago, and we've been talking a lot about time and talent, the way that we have been gifted by God and how we are called to use our time and talent for godly purposes, especially here within and outside this church community. And one of the things that you've heard me say is that we all need to actually use our gifts. We actually need to use those gifts in the service of others because it's good for our souls. Oftentimes, churches can be misunderstood as if we, the church, need you to do stuff and to volunteer for things. And that's not really the point. The point is that we, you and me, we've all been given these gifts and we are empowered to use them. We are pushed and compelled to use them. And so for these last few weeks, and we will continue to turn this crystal over the next few weeks, we've been talking about how gifts are used. We've been trying to encourage you to consider using your gifts in new ways that push and expand how you are actually developing your own discipleship. And although that's a great idea, I know that committing to new stuff is not always easy. I hear from people all the time about how taxed they are, how much they are doing, how stretched thin they are. They are tired, they are run down, they are worried and more. You know, this kind of idea that we are limited in what it is that we are able to do is a problem for us as disciples. Because you see, there is a limitless amount that we can give if only we actually prioritize. You know, the world weighs on us. The world puts a lot of pressure on us. There are endless lines of commitments that we have, and we often fall short of doing what people expect us to do. And then that weighs on us even more. And it's this cycle that exhausts us. Then we hear today's gospel lesson. And in today's gospel lesson, we hear a very interesting thing about Jesus and his disciples. At this point, Jesus has garnered a lot of attention and he's on the move again. And as he is moving, he wants to stay under the radar. He really doesn't want to pull a lot of people and get a lot of attention. He wants to spend some time with his disciples, actually beginning to unpack what is waiting for him at the end of his ministry. And as we've noted multiple times in this gospel over the last few weeks, the disciples don't like what Jesus is saying. They don't like that Jesus is going to have to suffer, that he will be rejected, that he could even die. For them, this is not something that they want for their teacher. And as Jesus is taking more time to unpack this big idea, this complicated, heavy idea, he notices that the disciples are having a little argument on their own. And this little argument on their own gets his attention because he's trying to talk about this heavy thing. He's trying to really reveal this big thing that is planned to happen for him. And he hears them arguing. And what does Jesus say? He says, what are you arguing about? And the disciples were silent for on the way they had argued with one another, who was the greatest? Here, Jesus is trying to get at the big idea the purpose of his life, the way that he is meant to fulfill his purpose. And his disciples are arguing about who's better, who's going to get more credit, who's going to be popular and strongest and most impactful. In a sense, this is sort of the biblical example of FOMO. 
right? For those of you who may not know what this is, fear of missing out, right? FOMO. The disciples are in a sense watching Jesus do all these good things and get a lot of attention. They kind of want some of that, right? They want to be special. They want to make an impact. And so they begin to argue with each other about who's the best because they're afraid of missing out on what the world's response to Jesus really is. Popularity, power, authority. They have this biblical FOMO that 2000 years later, is something I think we can all understand very, very well. So our humanity is such that we desire the things that the world wants to offer. We are tempted to do and to be what the world says we should do or be. And the world is very good at throwing gas on that little FOMO fire that exists in all of us. And now many of you know that I like news. I read a lot of news and I love pop culture. And so when I say I read a lot of news, sometimes that's important stuff. Sometimes that's not such important stuff. And so as I read news every day, I do get tempted into pop culture style things. And some of you may know that last Monday night, we had a big pop culture moment at the Met Gala. Now, I don't know if you've seen all of the good outfits that were worn by the celebrities at the Met Gala, but I admit to you, confession, that I can fall down that rabbit hole a little bit to try and see like what people were wearing and how the ridiculous they looked or perhaps how good they looked. And so I read a few too many stories about the Met Gala than I should have, but a few days after the gala, a different kind of story caught my attention because a few days after the gala, there's a story that came out that is about one of my favorite singers, the phenomenal Adele. And I don't know if you saw this story, but Adele, rather than going to the Met Gala and spending huge amounts of money and time preparing whatever she would wear that would be gone in an instant, Adele decided to go get burgers at In-N-Out with her boyfriend. And I was like, yes, Adele, that's exactly the right priority. Instead of being tempted to waste huge amounts of time and effort and energy and money on a moment in time, she decided to go invest herself with someone she loves over good burgers. Now, my children told me that the burgers aren't that great at In-N-Out, but whatever, that's a different debate. <laughs> this idea of resisting what the world demands or what the world tempts us into actually resists the FOMO and chooses JOMO. Y'all know this? The joy of missing out. <laughs> That's right. There have been lots and lots of things written, especially since the pandemic, when everybody went home and they started looking at all their stuff and social media feed was going crazy. And now as the pandemic is kind of ending, although not whatever, that's a different issue. As people begin to travel and they're doing all these fun things, people start to feel that FOMO again. And instead, perhaps we could learn something, not just from Adele, but also from Jesus, that there is joy in missing out. The joy of missing out on what the world says is important can actually help us prioritize our own lives and to lean and live more deeply into our own discipleship. You see, we live in a time with infinite possibilities. We can spend all waking time doing something interesting. And so we are left with an important choice. 
And the choices of how to spend our time can put a lot of demands on us. The choice can actually be part of what is debilitating. But as many people begin to lean into this idea of JOMO, I want you to do the same. I don't want you to do just what the world expects of you. I want you to do what you were made to do, what God made you to do. And that is to show love to one another. At the time when the popular opportunities seem so endless, there are ways that we can ground and root ourselves in what will actually fill up our cups, will actually help us root ourselves in the truth of God's love. And that opportunity can be part of God's kingdom work out in the world. We can actually put ourselves and commit ourselves to use the gifts we have to do that kind of work that helps to build up God's kingdom right now. When we choose to prepare or serve or deliver meals to our neighbors who are hungry, when we choose to go a little late to work in order to participate in a Bible study or a small group, when we choose to get up and get ready and get out the door a little earlier than we would have otherwise in order to serve in a worship service, when we take time to pray and visit those in our community who need healing touch or who feel so lonely, that, that is when we meet the world's deep need with the gifts that God has put in us and we spend our time doing holy, sacred things that fill us up. They do not exhaust us. They make us feel better. They give us more energy and more purpose and more direction and help expand and deepen our own discipleship. The world is very good at tempting us to spend our time in ways that are ultimately wasteful. So resist that temptation. Resist the constant pull to spend your time in ways that do not fill you up, in ways that you're not made to spend your time. And instead, find joy in missing out. Find joy in missing out on what the world says is important and find the presence of God in your life every day. You will find the joy that passes all understanding when you apply and use your sacred gifts more and more. Resist the FOMO, choose the JOMO, and it'll work. Amen.